BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night. No matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale. Even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch. When it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great. Previously on Laduma High. Have people actually accused her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, that was the, the story. Again, if they were happy about her acting, there was no point of recruiting me to go to that school. Because now of this rumor, she might be behind this thing. Hence then, they recruited me to say, go and stabilize the school. Do you think it's possible to speak to her? Welcome to season two of Alibi. The story we are telling this time is called Laduma High. I'm Paul McNally. This is the sixth and final episode of our series. If this is the first episode that you're coming across, then go into the feed and find the first episode and start from there. You won't regret it. In this series, we've been exploring the brutal assassination of acting principal Priscilla Mtunu, who was gunned down with 19 bullets while teaching her class. After what happened in the last episode, I return to Johannesburg. Months go by. I routinely make calls to my sources to see if there have been any changes. More months go by until it is almost a year. Then in August 2019, I phone a source and they tell me that one teacher has recently left the school, Laduma High, due to intimidation. I get their number, call them, and they agree to meet me. So I fly down to Peter Maritzburg and sit with them in the parking lot of a vacated grocery store. We are both hunched up in my rental car. He doesn't want to be named. How would you like me to refer to you? No, no, no. You can call me Manda if you, if you like, or you can Mr. Sorrels or depends. So someone, but in terms of where you're from, or should just just someone like a source? No, 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 it can't be. He thinks for a second about a suitable title for us to call him in order to keep himself anonymous. You can say, I speak to Mr. Sorrels, or teacher at Lato, my school. Teacher, okay. Uh, no, yeah. Okay. That's fine. Um, so then how... Let me, uh, let me first start. Like, how we, would you... We, we need to identify the name that we're going to use. Okay, tell me what, what name. Let's just use Mr... He's trying to think of a name that can be used that won't clash with a real name from a real teacher at Laduma. There's Miss Lam in there. I don't want to put someone in trouble. No, it shouldn't be a name of someone that's already there. Let us use Mr... We don't have Mr. Stolle there. Let us use Mr. Sitole. Mr. Sitole, okay. Sitoli, as we are going to call him, arrived at Laduma in 2017. He just comes right out of the gate and says that not all accusations of teachers being involved in Priscilla's death 
are true. The SGB has suspected certain teachers that they were involved in the murder. The SGB. SGB, yes. You'll remember that SGB stands for School Governing Body and is a group of parents, educators, students and non-teaching staff who have oversight on the school's functions. They were mentioning names of teachers whom they claim Mm. They were involved in the murder of, of Mrs. Mtono. Mm. As a result, those teachers had a difficulty in terms of continuing teaching. It created a division or destroyed a link between the educators and the, the school governing body mm. because of these claims by the, by the school governing body. Sitoli thinks the school governing body had an ulterior motive, and that's why they've been accusing these teachers of being involved in the killing. It was a question of the school governing body trying to remove those who are actually challenging them in terms of their behavior. Uh, so they use that as an opportunity to remove good, 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 good educators. Those teachers could not teach hmm. because learners were being incited against them as the people were involved in the murder. And here's the brutal part. The teachers didn't feel like they could discipline learners because they knew that if they riled up a kid then the kid could rebut and accuse them of being complicit in Priscilla's murder. That's a hell of a weapon for a kid to have. They were even afraid even in terms of disciplining them as. So they, that, was the, that was the first situation that I, had to, that I had to correct. The school governing body was also making life difficult by openly accusing teachers of being part of the assassination. And the openness of these accusations has been way more extreme than I realized. Even teachers were actually, their names were actually mentioned as the people responsible. They were actually even traumatized. And when you say they were mentioned, where was this mentioning going on? You can, you can go even meeting of the school governing body, meetings of parents meeting, these names, which are, even learners were even aware, even outside people will tell you, but these are the teachers who actually could wire the year. So the school governing body created a... Created a problem. A major, major So they problem. were accusing teachers and that created a, a separation. They, they were accusing teachers. Then they created a division. Even in some okay. government board will say, no, we don't want, we don't want her. She must go. She must go. She's a killer and all that stuff. Mm. So they were and kind of using, taking the advantage. Taking advantage. I'm saying to you, I wish that one day a data investigation could be conducted against them. There are accusations that the school governing body has been taking money out of the school for themselves. And this is why they have tried to squeeze out certain members of staff over the years. The school governing body vehemently denies this. So where is the evidence of these checks? Is there evidence? <laughs> you want evidence of the yeah. checks? Oh, but they are not there somewhere where to, where, to hide, where to hide these things. I've got these things, as I'm saying to you, when I reveal all this information... When, when I reveal this information... When are you going to do that? When I reveal them, I'm saying not now. When I reveal this information, I will say these are the checks that were signed. If you argued with the school governing body and this stealing of funds, then you were pushed out. So goes the claim from Sitoli and a couple of other sources. But besides from anecdotal claims, I don't have any proof. So you've got the copies... No, I've got the checks, checks, the checks. real checks. you got the real so checks. I said these are, they must do copies, they must keep those copies. Mm. So to whatever happens to the checks, it needs to have a copy. So the accusation is that the school governing body was targeting certain teachers, spreading rumours that they were part of the killing, in order to get rid of them. But Sitoli still agrees that at least one teacher at the school ordered the hit. 
I mean, the reason why he is sitting here on leave, unshaven and in a t-shirt on a Wednesday afternoon is because his life has been threatened. But you've left La Duma now. <laughs> I left La Duma. <laughs> uh, I have no idea why Sitoli laughs here, but it is infectious. No, 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 I, I left, I left, I left, I left, I left. I nearly died, but I won't mention this because I'm not coming for that. My situation was not as good as people thought. Because, but for me, what, what, what was important was that uh, I, I put the prayer face. I don't inform teachers about things that are happening because that would have actually destroyed the school because everybody would actually move out of the school. So Tolly has been away from work for a chunk of time. To say the exact date would make it easier for him to be identified. I am on, uh, I'm on sick leave. Yeah. Because of what happened. And I have no intention of going back. So are you worried now? I know that you've left now, but are you still worried or are you okay? How are you feeling? No, you see, I'm still worried. But uh, <laughs> I'm still worried. Because even, let me, let me give you something, even somewhere in August. When he says August, he means August 2019. They came here with firearms and they said they were going to kill somebody. I do have. <laughs> so what happens? They came. I was somewhere, but within the school. I'm told that uh, they took pictures of my car. Mm. Okay. When they left, they said they were going to kill somebody. The men didn't say this directly to Sitoli, but passed the message on to him via someone else. We'll come back here. What happened previously, it was a small thing. We'll come. We'll come back. When we kill him, they won't, they, they won't believe. Sitoli has two teachers that he suspects were involved in Priscilla's killing. And one of them is the same teacher, Miss Gabella, who followed me around when I visited Sia in the first episode. Sitoli says this is the same teacher who was talking to the man with the gun who visited the school. When I used to go to school, I used four roots. Four roots. Four roots. Mm. Every day I would change. Mm. Four roots. Four roots. Mm. Every day. But I was not telling my family. Because that they don't want to worry them. Mm. Yeah. I kept to myself. Have you had any contact with the police over this time at all? You see, police, they're not prepared to work. I had a security. The department had given me security. Mm. So we nearly killed he didn't go to the police, but he says he was nearly killed one day while going to school. Early because we normally left uh, home about half past five. I will go and collect these boys with my security. Then we leave. On our way, on the mirror there, I saw this car following us. There's a hospital called Eden, Eden Hospital. You don't know. This car was following us across Richmond Road. They're following us down. This car. Before we enter it in the road, yeah, this guy is actually following us. They said, okay, they check it. Three at the back and one. And this guy followed us. Before, before the robot hit it in the air, it's just got at a high speed. They were trying to push us out of the road. Jeez. And then I went onto the side and they pushed our right side and they sped off. Okay, mm-hmm. to the robot there. 
then we followed. Mm. As we about it, about then they started to reverse, and ourselves were reverse. Mm. I remember vividly clear. The one had this this springbok jacket, a hoodoo, was covering his face. The other one had a cap. The driver had these other heads, and the other one in the front was another head. I could not see them clearly, but the one with the hoodoo, because he turned his face against us. Mm. As they were coming to me, Satoli's security guard opened the door of the car while paused at a traffic light and intimidated the chasers, scared them right off. From there on, they sped off. Mm. They sped shut up. Mm. And we followed them. Right we followed them. We right to it in their hospital. Wow. They entered these lambs' places there. Then they said, no, 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 because we're not familiar with the, yeah. with the road here. Let us go back. They might be trying to lead you. Yeah, in. because we had papers there, mm. exhibition papers. We went straight to school. Never told anyone. Sitoli tells me straight that I should talk to the teacher we have been calling Monica, one of the widely suspected teachers. This is the same teacher that Principal Makhlaba said we must speak to in a previous episode. This teacher's name, her real name, has come up repeatedly. Accusations from all sides, unsubstantiated, but still. It seems that I just want to interview you. What happened? She will tell you everything. She can give a lot of information regarding this matter. And she is claiming innocence so loudly that she wants to talk to me to clear her name. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night, no matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great. I plan to meet Monica, the alleged suspect for ordering Priscilla's murder, which seems completely surreal. Across town in yet another parking lot, this time surrounded by the rush hour of a packed checkers centre. I'm suddenly really scared, more so than when I visited Glebelands, because I know she will be getting in my car with me while we talk. But what makes it scarier is knowing that she won't be an immediate threat but her learning my face and name could seal me to a fate days, weeks, or months down the line. I'm not about to be shot, right? But rather meet the person who could eventually instigate my murder. Monica, as we've been calling her, even though she agreed to speak, still doesn't want to use her real name. We greet quickly and then walk across the busy parking lot together, not talking. 
She is of a slight build with bulging eyes. Once in my car, she immediately starts talking. I even wanted to go and open a case for defamation of character, but I didn't know at that time who should I open the case against because rumors were going on. People believed it. People who knew me closely, they would fight for me because they said, wait, we've been working with this person. She wouldn't do this. You can say whatever you want to say about her, but she wouldn't kill. And do you think that this reputation is going to follow you around or do you hopefully it's gone now? To me, it would make sense if it's gone. But even if it can follow me, I don't care because I didn't kill anyone. Yeah. I mean, in, in life as a leader, you have to develop a hard stance and say to yourself, there are things you don't care about. You had to t- just take a hardline stance and be, they say you have to be an, a, an iron lady. Because really, if you, you depend on what people say to you and say about you and whatever, you won't go anywhere in life. Monica is very careful to lay out all the peaceful interactions that she had with the deceased, Priscilla. We had three HODs, mm. and two of us, myself and the late Priscilla Mkunu, we applied. She was HOD as well? She was an HOD as well, okay. with me. Yeah. But she was the longest-serving HOD because mm. I found her there being an HOD. She reminds me that Priscilla was the one who got the post of deputy principal in October 2016. And when the head principal promptly quit, it was then Priscilla who became the acting head. The tone is this forceful retelling of their whole history together. We worked, I supported her, and to be honest with you, I had nothing against her. Monica went on leave and says at that point her and Priscilla were still getting along. I left. There was nothing sinister Nothing like really showed that there were like there was tension, especially between me and her, who, who happened to apply for the deputy post. I left. I went home. I was at home. We used to communicate almost every week. And at that point, she was acting principal. She was acting principal yeah. at that point. She was acting principal. We used to communicate almost like every week. Then a few weeks went by. And then after that, on the 20th, I think, if I'm not mistaken, March, the acting principal was shot dead at school. When Monica touches on the actual killing, I'm searching her face, her demeanour. I'm trying to see if she'll betray her emotions somehow. I was very shocked because, you know, when you're working, you might have differences and there might have been tensions at school because caused by one thing or another. But nobody nobody really thought somebody could get killed. There is an interesting admission of tension that has crept in here. So I didn't even want to to link the killing with whatever was happening at school. And Do you think they were linked? I'm not sure. I didn't want to link it to mm. because I'm a professional. I wouldn't really think somebody would be killed because mm. of work related issues. I found my husband telling him what had happened, the tragedy. And my husband say, said to me, you know what, you should go to the school. Monica is aware that what has bolstered a great deal of suspicion in her being involved in the killing is that she was there so promptly at the scene. So it makes sense that she would have an excuse ready without even really being prompted. We came there when we came 
the, the corpse was not there anymore. They had already removed her. The CMC manager said to me, ma'am, you happen to be the only person who is a permanent HOD, who is left at school. The principal has retired, ma'am has been shot dead, and you are the one, and all the, the other two are there, they are acting. So can you please bear with us and cut your leave short and come and assist? This is the other part of the rumour machine, the fact that Monica cut her leave short and came back to work. It was seen as calculated, a little heartless. And I will say that even though I have heard all these accusations from other sources, Monica just dives into them one after the other without even being asked. And everything, believe me, was smooth Mm. internally. Until... The day when, I think it was after we had gone to the family for the first time, the second time around we had to go with the SGB, there were tensions, there was this one character in the family who said she doesn't understand why we are there because there were such comments. The character in the family who she is talking about is Priscilla's sister, Zanile, who we phoned and spoke to in a previous episode. And to me, it didn't really make sense because, you know, when you haven't done something, you you really, some things, they don't really make sense to you. The complications followed into the memorial service that was held for Priscilla. On the day of the funeral, we went as a school to the funeral, but you could see that we're not welcome. Hmm. I don't blame the family because it's because of the things they had heard. Yes, where, yes. and where had they heard it from? I don't know, mm. but you couldn't blame them. Mm. They were grieving too. When somebody is grieving, mm. you don't blame them. Mm. It, there were tensions. There was not even a speech on behalf of the staff members at the funeral. It's only the SGB chair. The head of the school governing body, when Priscilla was killed, spoke at her memorial, which took place at City Hall. I mean, make of that what you will. So things progressed. There were tensions between the family. When we had subtle meetings, she would be victimizing me, saying whatever she wanted to say. This is still Zanile, who Monica is talking about. So she would be showing off, doing all the things... I I was putting up with that because she was grieving. Monica and Zanile are both members of the union, and other members of the same union were taking Zanile aside and whispering to her, telling her things. And one of the things they had been telling her is that I'm involved in her sister's killing. And I asked her, look at me. Why would I kill your sister for? What was I going to benefit in killing your sister? And when your sister passed on, I was on leave. I was not even at work. I don't even know what happened at work. If it was work-related, I was not there. People are accusing you of this thing, this terrible thing. Say, I must be honest to you, I've been through Helenbeck. Through Helenbeck, that happened. I continued working in the school. I applied for the deputy principal post because I was acting on the post. I did not want the post by force. I didn't want the post to be handed to me by a tray. I wanted to compete like everybody else. Mm. Apparently, things went the way they went. I was never shortlisted. 
Monica, again and again during our interview, says that she was the one who was victimized. And when you say victimized, how were you victimized? Petition. They, 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 they instigated the learners against me. They had to write a petition. They were assisted by one of the staff members to write a petition about me not being understood by the learners in class. The second manager ran meetings with the governing body at night about that issue. And I was not invited to those meetings. And I happened to be the SGP rep, a teacher rep in the SGP. They, they even had an arrangement of finding me a school elsewhere. And I would be like open to you. My relationship with the SGP, when the posts were advertised, it became sour. I didn't do anything to them, but it became sour. This guy came, swelled the ranks of the SGP. He tarnished my name saying I killed the acting principal, telling everybody, like when you go to Mpumuza, you would be told that killed the late Miss Mkhun. But with me, because my, 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 my conscience was clear, I was worried about my image, but I did yeah. not care about the killing because I know I did not do it. By this point, I am completely entranced by Monica. And yet I have no idea if what she is saying is the plea of someone who is innocent or the exaggerated protest of someone who is guilty. But I'm saying I am the suspect. I have been investigated, but nothing is linking me to the killing. I happen to be the person who has been ostracized in whatever they were doing. In fact, we are three in the staff who are suspects, according to people. Okay. In a nutshell, I've been through hell and back, and people have portrayed as if myself and Miss Mkunu had been fighting over post. I never fought over a post mm. with him. We applied for the same post because we were both on the same level, and there was only one post. If she got the post... I was going to be happy with her, for her. If I got the post, I expected the same. But she got the post. I congratulated her. After the principal had left, I supported her. So I really don't know what made people thought mm. I had killed her. Maybe it's because I, 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 I agreed to come and assist the school when the school was in the time of crisis. But the question is, if I didn't come and help, who was going to help? Because I was the only senior person. In the school. Monica and I finish talking. She leaves my car and I sit for a second and try to process what I've just experienced. Her excuses make sense at first glance, but Mahlaba from Georgetown, the one with all the trophies, is right. Why did they ask him to step in? Why did they block teachers at Laduma, especially Monica, from taking Priscilla's post? <sighs> And Monica's excuses, when I think about them, feel clean and rehearsed and overly diplomatic. On the other hand, Monica could have experienced a real-life smear campaign. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night. No matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale. Even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great. We are now two and a half years since Priscilla was shot. People are still being openly accused. The family remains distraught and the police docket remains elusive. Then I get some good news. There is a new fourth investigating officer assigned to the Laduma case. He's beginning to interview the players involved. He's based in Durban. I get his number and call him immediately. Hello? Hello, sir. This is Paul McNally. Um, You said that I could call you today. Yes, yes. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thanks, brother. What um, police station are you with? No, I'm working in a, 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 a provincial organized crime in Devon. Moving the case to province is what Priscilla's sister Zanile always wanted. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. And then, and yeah. how is the Laduma case going? He is looking into the cell phone records of the teachers at Laduma. Okay, for the teachers. Yeah. Are you looking for the, the hitman or are you looking for the person who ordered the hit? Uh, both. Both. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then is there a chance that I could have a look at the docket as well? Do you have the docket? Yes, I have the docket. Okay, so maybe if I come down, do you think it would be possible for me to have a look at it? No, no problem. I'll I'll let you have a look at it. Okay, fantastic. Okay, well, when when is good then for me to come down? Uh, No, uh, um, uh, as I said, uh, I'm available during the week. I ask him, what has brought about this sudden change? Why now? I mean, I'm grateful, but why now? Why is the case moving forward after all this time? There is an energy here that's fresh and exciting. The family members complained and then uh, it was uh, transferred to, to, to our branch now in, in provincial offices. So what did, the, what did the family members complain about? That's, there's nobody was uh, arrested since 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 this this uh, this incident uh, took place. Yeah, it's been yeah. It's been unusual, hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that. Okay, and and and, and do you feel positive that you will be able to get someone arrested? Hey, if 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 more info- information received, then I, I don't know at this moment, but I'm I'm trying, I'm trying all my best. Okay, okay, yeah. fantastic. I see the closed docket with my own eyes. It is a huge file. It looks like it has been well handled. I'm not allowed to record an interview with the investigating officer. And to be frank, he is more interested in finding out what information I have to give him rather than what he may want to give me. We stand at the side of the road beside his Toyota and he mentions the names of teachers that are all too familiar The lady who followed me around the location right at the start, her name comes up again. But he says he has no evidence against them to make an arrest. I ask him, why? And he rubs the side of his face and says that 
No one will make a written statement. I am happy that the case has been escalated to province. But as I look at the thick lever arch file of a docket in the boot of the Toyota, I wish that the investigating officer was more confident. Still, it is progress, more than I have seen since starting this case. For the last time, I go and visit Sia, the learner who witnessed the murder and has been an amateur detective in solving the case. He tells me that he has a new job, again as a cashier. I ask him about Priscilla's case and he says his new strategy is to go and study law. He says Priscilla's case has inspired him to do that. The reason I'm going to law, I want to find out what happens to my teacher and then the love for politics and law. Yeah? Yeah. You don't want to get in, are you going to get in to be a politician? <laughs> yeah, because I like to talk. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to go to parliament because uh, I want to deal with something like this. Mm. With politics, everything, and laws. I want to deal with those things because I believe in justice. Mm. But right now, justice is in self. I sit here at the end of six episodes and think of Vanessa, the blonde activist and writer who took me to Glebelands. I think of her obsessional nature around the assassinations and wonder if I have adopted some of her traits when it comes to Priscilla and the murder at La Duma. I go over again and again the features of the hitmen that Sia revealed in episode three and the detail from the investigating officer who said that it was likely that he was from Inanda, a location about 20 kilometers outside of Durban. I think of the thin tribal scars that Sia said the hitman had and how he illustrated this by pointing at his own face. And I can't help but feel hopeful for Dumasani, Sia's father, who he met at the police station in episode two, because he is now the head of the school governing body at Laduma. He was the guy who was working on the case on the sly and bringing mugshots home to Sia to check out. I hope that he can instill some positive oversight into the school. A man who was so emotional over the death of Priscilla and what it meant for the fate of the school at least is a safe pair of hands as head of the school governing body. And hopefully with this fourth investigating officer at Province focused on solving the case, Dumasani can finally help and be heard. I think about Priscilla's appointment and how we spoke to Lamini about it as he sat in his boxes at the Mediclinic. And then we spoke to the ward councillor in City Hall about a meeting Priscilla called asking for help. And then we went to the man who took over her job, Mr. Makhaba, and discovered that he also suspected the teachers at the school for being involved in the murder. These alleged suspects, who are meant to have ordered the hit on Priscilla, have been the centre of our story. They've been circling us the whole time. And in this episode, we spoke directly to one of them. On the list from the start has been the teacher who followed me around the location when I visited Sia, the woman we called Miss Cabella. And there was the man with taxis and a tuck shop who we called Kamalo. Those two and a third person. This third person Makaba said we should talk to, the one we called Monica. And in the interview, she laid out all the reasons why we should think she was innocent. And to be honest, my opinion sways from day to day, believing her and then not. 
What I have learned is that people can have complicated motives for talking to a journalist. And though she didn't have to speak to me, something compelled her powerfully to do so. If we had the answer to what compelled her, then we'd have the answer to the whole story. Instead, we will have to rely on those in the community who still want to see this case solved. There are many, and they are still determined. You've been listening to Season 2 in its entirety of Alibi. This podcast has been written, edited, and produced by me, Paul McNally. Thanks to Gavin Haynes, Kyla Hermanson, Jeff Kelly Lowenstein, Tom McNally, and Stelz Desoy for their editorial oversight. This episode was mixed with love by Gwinch Sarame. The music for the series was composed by John Bartman. Finally, we want to thank our publishing partner, Arena Holdings, publishers of The Sunday Times, timeslive.co.za, Business Day, Financial Mail, and The Sowetan, and their head of multimedia, Scott Peter Smith, for supporting the project and pulling all the pieces together on their platforms. It has been a pleasure sharing this story with you. I'd like to thank everyone who was interviewed and put the effort in to make it possible. Until next time, goodbye. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna to keep her secret recipe alive. Take over taco night. No matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale, even if you get to it last minute. And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great.